Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna. I'm Paula, and today we have Katie McGee with us. Hello. Good, good, good. (laughs) Fantastic. So tell us, what has 2020 been for you? Oh, gosh. I mean, I think like everybody, it's been a roller coaster um, personally. But oddly enough, for me, the first half of the year was really busy. And I happen to have a lot of work in the can that I had planned on doing at a different time. And so it was really busy. Now the end of the year has been slow, but it's definitely been a roller coaster. I mean, I think everyone's feeling that where some days it feels amazing to just have all this free time and do what you want. And then 20 minutes later, you're crying, watching a Hallmark movie and questioning (laughs) everything about life. So um, that's pretty much, I think, 2020 in a nutshell. It's busy, but also feels oddly just out of body I think yeah yeah it has been kind of a surreal experience for everybody yeah completely completely but we're almost we're almost at the end yes and then the second it hits 2021 everything changes (laughs) we're all praying we're all praying that like magic happens on new year's you know everything just disappears and 2020 never exactly 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 (laughs) that's what we're looking for totally Totally. (laughs) aside from all the chaos of this year i was really looking forward to 2020 because after years of watching barbara walters you know it's just one of those things you're like you just have to go with that joke of hi i'm barbara walters and this is 2020 like oh my gosh i didn't even think of that (laughs) but that is true it's so perfect and then 2020 happens, and it's not quite that, is it? It's been, it's been a bit crazy. Yeah. We're going to see back somewhere. It's built us, it's made us all stronger. We've all come out of yes. a new perspective on life. Completely. <laughs> totally. Exactly. So, Tell us about your new um, singles out this year. You've got um, Home and Renegade. Yeah, I had a few. So I started the year off um, with Renegade, um, and that was that was planned. I had planned to kind of do that this year and had a video shoot all planned and, and whatnot. Um, that was a song I, I actually wrote um, a couple of years ago just – when I was feeling, you know, kind of weird about day jobs and, and things and feeling like I just wasn't meant for any of that. And I think we can all, no matter what it is, I think we've all been there where it's just like, I don't, I don't feel what everyone else seems to be feeling about things, you know? Um, so, so Renegade started off the year and it was really exciting. And we got to shoot this video. Um, you know, I, I grew up in LA, so I have a lot of random, 
you know, most people I know are in the industry in some way, just kind of a byproduct of growing up in Los Angeles. Um, and so a friend of mine let us, they have this ranch where people film movies and things. And so it was really cool. We got to go out to the desert and shoot this video. And I was, it felt like oddly, like I was in some sort of space movie for some reason, even though that's not the song at all, <laughs> these rocks and things, but it was really cool. And then, um, you know, and that, that was like, I had released that the first couple of weeks of when LA shut down. And then, and at that point, I think we all thought like, okay, you know, a month maybe we'll be shut down and life will go back to normal. And then it didn't. <laughs> um, and I actually, um, home, I had released it last year and then, um, I pulled it just because I was kind of reworking some stuff and kind of rethinking kind of how to approach, you know, the, the music that I wanted to release. I was going to do a full album this year, um, and whatnot. So I ended up basically, is there a weird sound on your end too? Or is that just me? I'm not sure. Hearing some funky noises, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, anyhow, so, um, and then I, I got to thinking about it, and and home just kind of happened to be very on point for what was going on, you know. And um, the song really is about like, you know, no matter what happens, like you can always come home, and and that may not be a physical place; it might be just another person, or a feeling, or just a memory, or something. Mm -hmm. But really, just that idea that like you always have somewhere to go to that will open its arms to you. Um, and so basically I decided to release it. And then I just kind of asked all of my friends and my family to send me videos of them singing along at home because we all were at home and it just seemed too perfect of a moment not to take advantage of that. So, um, yeah, everyone filmed these videos of them singing along at home and, I got a lot of like hate texts being like, this is so awkward. I hate you, but I love you. But <laughs> forcing, forcing my non-performer, you know, friends and family who are like, I don't know what to do. I said, just sing along. But um, the video came out really cool. And for me, it'll be something that I, you know, um, that'll mean a lot to me for a long time, just remembering this time and um, and I've had a lot of people reach out and say that, you know, when they're feeling down, they kind of put that on. And, um, right now, even though we're all stuck at home, there is still something comforting about being yeah. home. Um, so those are the songs that started off the year. And, um, you know, I have a, a few radio stations and, and, um, Spotify curators and stuff in here in the States that have been so supportive this year. And, and they gave it a lot of love this year, which is really cool to see, um, yeah, so that's what started off the year. And then I had a few more songs and an album that came out. And um, so, like I said, I was busy the first six months of all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and it just sort of calmed down. And it generally does. It generally has this weird gap between, you know, September to December. It usually slows down. And then the first or like the two weeks before Christmas then become this whole massive craziness. And then you don't hear from anyone uh, for two weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> On that feedback. 
Do you have your cell phone near the computer, Paula? My cell phone's. Nope. <laughs> I wonder if it's one of our apps. It has to be something. I know. I kept like touching we... my phone. I was like, I'm not near anything. But... <laughs> yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear it. So it's probably you because we hear it. So yeah, <laughs> we're blaming. Remember you. those tech technological issues we were talking about? You know, here they are. They yeah. Want to? They didn't want to leave us hanging. So. Seriously, yeah, we, we can't do it without a technical issue. Seriously, yeah, it wouldn't absolutely be not. Country, it, <laughs> it wouldn't do 2020 any justice if we did it no. normally. Yeah, it went, definitely wouldn't be crazy women for sure. No, <laughs> exactly. We do technical issues the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who are some of the sheroes and the women that have inspired you to do what you're doing today? Obviously, growing up in Los uh, Angeles, that can bring a whole different array than just music. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You, you know, I grew up, um, I actually grew up doing musical theater. Um, and so a lot of the women that inspired me, um, at least growing up, um, were, you know, performers that, you know, are, are infamous for Broadway. And, and, you know, I mean, I, I looked up to the Bette Midlers of the world, you know, and, and all of the big Broadway names. And then, um, but in our household, music was kind of, uh, it was all over the place. It was everything from, you know, folk and whatnot to classical to rock and roll. And so for me, um, you know, growing up, I was a huge Celine Dion fan, uh, mm -hmm. long hours driving. We have a home up in the mountains and it was always me in the backseat, just like belting Celine Dion songs as a five-year-old and my parents just trying to get through the drive. <laughs> um, but th those are the women, you know, I've always looked up to the women who are just that approach their work one with professionalism and like ex just extreme passion to me, that's so important. Um, but also just a lot of class. I think that that, you know, and it looks different obviously in today's day and age, kind of how we approach things. But I think that if you're always just kind of true to yourself, that brings like a certain class to your work. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think just, you know, you can tell those women are surrounded by people that truly care about them. And, and so that's been something I've always cared about. But, um, you know, for me, honestly, my mom is just my best friend in the world. And she's always been the biggest cheerleader. She knows nothing about the business, nothing about anything, mm -hmm. but um, she is a huge, um, just arts and music lover. And so, you know, she took me to my first concert at seven years old and she took me, you know, the first Broadway show I saw, I was like maybe nine, you know, and, and it was just so important for her to expose me to that stuff. And I think that was important. Um, nowadays I, I mean, I grew up on country and Dolly Parton and me again, she's just exudes passion and, and class and she's a kind human. And I think that that's so important. And I'm a huge Brandy Carlisle fan. Again, someone who just is so clearly themselves and, and supports others and encourages them to be themselves. And so, and her music is just my favorite. So, um, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm really fortunate to, be around a lot of women in this business. And 
I think that there's a huge misconception and especially it's portrayed in the media and whatnot of women who are like butting heads and this, they, they put, I mean, it happens with men too, but they put everybody up against everybody. And, um, you know, I'm really thankful that I, I grew up in um, a community where it's just pure support all the time. And um, whether that's in music or in theater or in film, like we're all rooting for each other. And, you know, someone calls and says, Hey, I got to get this thing done by tomorrow and I have to turn it in. It's like, okay, how can we all band together and help? And um, so really to me, it's just about building that community. And I'm thankful for, to have those women in my life, just my friends who are so supportive and, and encouraging along the way. Yeah, I think the media definitely, especially when it comes to women, I think they like that drama that women are out to get each other and, you know, they're, they're all cutthroat. And, and Yeah, and, it, it, it makes a better story for them, which I get, you know, it's, it's entertainment, essentially. But, um, you know, I guess it would be boring to see, I, I mean, not for me, but to just see everyone being cheering each other on. I don't know. Um, I think that would be great. But um but yeah, I think it's really cool when you can see that, you know, and someone supporting someone else. Yeah, that's one thing I can say, doing what we've been doing. Um, we're starting, we see that a lot and it's great, especially when we do the live shows, even with our technical uh-huh. issues, just everyone supports each other. And yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that that that's been one of the coolest things to see this year, even though it's absolutely insane and the world is so confusing and up and down all the time. I think that, everyone has been so supportive of the arts and music and, and no matter what happens, it's like, cool, we're just all glad to be able to do it and see it. And, you know, if someone calls me and they say, Hey, I've got this last minute thing. Can you do it? I'm like, yes, I'm there because, you know, the, the most important thing, you know, to us is to be able to share what we do and, um, that was kind of taken away, you know, for, for artists who are more independent and we don't have a bigger stage to stand on, you know, these smaller venues to us are so important. And so if someone calls me and they say, Hey, come play in my backyard. I'm like, I am there, whatever you need, you know, and, and we don't care. I'm like, I don't care if it sounds good or it looks good. I just want to do what I do, you know? I mean, that's one thing I think, we've heard especially during true country music a lot of the artists we've spoken to have all said no matter what they've moved across the country with nothing but people have been there within the industry to support them you know Uh people who are supposed to be rivals but they've given them a sofa to sleep on or you know a spare room or something you know there's always huge support in it, well, as you said, we ain't no country music at the moment, but there's been a huge support for people trying to get into the industry. So, I think I think we all get it. If you're an artist, at some point you've likely come across an obstacle or a, a hard time, and whether you're creating music or you're on the, you know, you're behind the scenes or you're doing a podcast, whatever, we've all come across that time when you need someone to just like give you a little shoulder to lean on, you know, mm-hmm. and so. Um, I think, you know, the people who are just genuine and there to offer that, like that, that's the real community of artists. And I think right now it's so important because, you know, it shows you that the world really can't live without it. They can't live without music and entertainment and, um, you know, and, and these kinds of podcasts where people can connect with, you know, other artists and hear their stories. And, um, you know, and so for you guys to provide that platform right now, it's like, 
the world clearly, you know, our, our comfort is, is entertainment and art. And it's always been that way, I think for all time. So, um, no matter how I feel like that's like the most encouraging part about this year is it's like, no matter what happens, everyone's going to be like, okay, like I'll go play in the dirt road in the middle of nowhere. I don't care. Like I will make it happen. We will make a podcast happen around the world. Does it matter? Perfect. I love that. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So as, as obviously this year has been so crazy and stuff, if there was, if you could talk to anyone and I say dead or alive, because it doesn't have to be music. It doesn't have to be within your realm here. It could be something totally off the wall. Who would you want to talk to? And what would you want to talk to them about? Oh goodness. Um, gosh. Oh gosh. I have a few, I guess I have a few answers, but, um, you know, my, my dad passed away, um, a long time ago and when in my early twenties and, this year I've thought about him a lot and thought about what he would be thinking about, you know, and how he would, he was the most easygoing man on the planet. Almost. It was so annoying, you know, because <laughs> everything just like rolled right off of his shoulders and he would probably be making the most out of this. But, and I, I'd, I'd be so curious to see, you know, kind of his perspective on this year. And, you know, um, I actually started doing music after he passed away. So I'd be curious to see what he thought about all, you know, that I was doing now and, and whatnot. And, um, so that, that something is something I really thought about a lot this year of just like, what would he be thinking about all of this? I mean, especially here in the States, it has been so strange. It's just been a very bizarre year. Um, and I'd be so curious to get that perspective. Also, my other immediate answer was Freddie Mercury, because I'm a huge Queen fan. And I just always think about the artists that have passed that were really so huge for the industry. And I think about like, what would like, I always think about what kind of music he would be making now with the, mm. you know, the technology that we have and what they'd be doing. But I think about like him or David Bowie or somebody like, how would they approach? Like, I feel like, you know, saying, Hey, by the way, you're going to be stuck at home for a year. They'd be like, cool. What can, and they just create some masterpiece, you know? Yeah. So I would be curious about that too. So Yeah. My dad and Freddie Mercury, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great conversation. One in the same. Oh, it, you know, I'd like to get both of them in a room for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great conversation. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. So would you like, like to get started on the quick fire questions, Paula? <laughs> type of a thing and you know she had a good birthday and the woman deserves 10 minutes like, of <laughs> I don't know. you forgot a question you forgot the support question did you well she already asked answered that one without even asking oh well yeah we usually <laughs> ask the question about if you could thank someone for their support who would it be well you already mentioned your mother so I would. I'll add to it. How about okay. that? Okay. So, so I actually, you hear a lot of stories about people who, you know, don't kind of have to go at it alone. And, and I, I understand it. And I just, that like hits my heart so much, but I feel very blessed in that I grew up in this 
Um, you know, L everyone thinks LA is obviously it's a massive city, but I think anyone that grew up here knows that it's kind of a weirdly small town. Like everyone knows someone. And if you don't know them, you know, someone who knows them. And um, I mean, I still run into people that I went to like preschool with. So <laughs> it's a very small town, but you know, I was really fortunate to grow up with just my parents, um, had a lot of close friends and their kids were, you know, my close friends. And I still get messages from like my second grade teacher, you know, saying like, I, you know, we're rooting for you. We can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, a kitty. Mine was here a second ago. I am like animal ADD. Like if I see an animal, I can't focus. Um, but, but yeah, so I, I, I think that just the general community that I grew up with, I mean, I, I've mentioned it a lot, but um, I think that that's like a huge factor in the fact that I'm still going with this, you know, I'm not at the top of the game yet or by any means, but I absolutely would not be where I be, be where I am without, without that huge support group of just family friends. And, and also the, the theater company I grew up in, um, you know, I still have, you know, all of these people rooting for me and, and mutually, you know, and we have some people who are bigger names than others. And we still are like giddy little teenagers when anyone does anything, we're like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so's on TV or something, you know, like it's a big change, but, um, to me, yeah. So I'm just really thankful for, for those people in my life, you know, that I've always had surrounding me. I feel like, like you were saying, you know, if anything were to happen, I know that I'd have a couch to sleep on across this country, you know, somewhere. And that, that means the world. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Quick fire questions. Okay. I'm ready. I'm so sad. My, my cat was in here a second ago and now he's run away to sleep for the rest of the day probably <laughs> every day at the uh time we start recording and yeah that's it of course that's how it goes every live stream every live stream i do somehow my cat just like decides that's the time to get on to the keyboard yeah. while i'm trying to play so <laughs> that's just what cats are for <laughs> it is true it's true Okay, so quick fire questions. Okay. Now I'm with the ball. The, the brain's working again, seriously. <laughs> I hope mine is. <laughs> These are dead easy. They're just fun questions for you know, people and your fans just to get to know you a little yes. bit better. Okay, so are you an early bird or a night owl? Ooh, a little bit of both. I absolutely love mornings, but my body and my mind want to be up till 4 a.m. every day. So that's a tough balance. But I love the mornings. I hope one day I can become a very good morning person. <laughs> one day, here's hoping. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, sorry, everybody hung, so I wasn't too sure if anybody had stopped or what. <laughs> oh. um, beach or countryside? Oh, again, both. I'm a California girl, so um, you can't take me away from the ocean. I don't think I could ever be landlocked. But um, absolutely love country. Grew up half my life in the mountains. So being in the mountains and the trees and, and you know, open area, that's so great. So I guess it would be, depending on the time of year, you know, give me a good summer by the beach. Ah, uh, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> um, favorite season? Ooh, um, 
I'm a summer person. Yeah, I love the winter, but I love, I just love being outdoors. So I love hiking and I love being at the beach. And um, yeah, so probably like spring and summer. What's your biggest fear? Biggest fear? Who? Um, I don't even know, really. I guess just kind of not, I think not staying true to myself. Um, really, I think at the end of the day, I just always want people to know me and my heart and where I'm coming from. And, and I always want to kind of, I mean, it's why I'm still doing this career, even with its ups and downs, you know, I, if I, if I'm not myself, who am I? So that's when I, when I start to go off, the bells start ringing. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, favorite holiday, Christmas. Oh, Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. I'm literally, I, I'm sitting in front of my Christmas tree and I turned on the lights because I got it up yesterday and I was like, I just need the lights on at all times now. As you can see, Christmas has basically thrown up on my house. So I'm, I'm a Christmas nut. Perfect. Perfect. I love Christmas. Favorite drink? Um, oh, I could not sound more L.A than this right now so I apologize for this but <laughs> kombucha <laughs> um I I honestly I drink I'm kind of a water person um but um kombucha to me is like the best thing on the planet so and it's great with vodka for those oh. who are above 21 yeah exactly <laughs> left-handed or right-handed right favorite animal Ooh, horses, horses. I, I'm like a sucker for, I love lions and I love big cats. I think there, there's something really amazing about them, but I, my whole life, my mom and dad grew up with horses. And so I, and my aunt has them. So I'm surrounded by them. And, um, there's just something so majestic about them and so powerful and yet so, um, empathetic and, and kind. So horses. What's your favorite color? uh blue but like a deep blue there's this color of the ocean um and it's like if you go out really far in the ocean it's just like really deep deep blue and that is my favorite color in the world <laughs> oh, tell us something that people don't know about you what do people not know about me Let's see. Oh, this is a very, well, people who know me, some people know, but not everybody does. I have, this is a strange fact to share, but uh, I have web toes. So I have like two toes that are webbed. And I think that that's really cool because a lot of people don't have that. Um, and my mom was like, yeah, keep it because it makes her unique. So that's a strange thing to share. But that is something. <laughs> We love strange things, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Strange yeah. things is good. Yeah. Uh, so tell us one of your hobbies. Um, I'm a big yoga person. God, I really do sound like I'm from L.A., but uh, <laughs> yoga. Um, I, I started, you know, like I said, I, was, um, I grew up doing theater, and so in college I was kind of introduced to yoga, um, just in dance classes and whatnot. Um, and then over the past you know, eight or nine years, it's just my, it's like the best thing for your body and to, and your mind, I swear. And again, built a really amazing community around it, but I love it. And I love trying to do all these like inversions and things. And 
um, and then falling like an idiot and, but it's fun. And, um, so yeah, I love yoga. Oh, well, I like, I enjoy it too. I think it's really good for core strength. That's one thing. Oh, it's and so I'm, important. I'm, maybe I'm, I'm starting to date myself, but as I'm getting older, the high impact, I'm not enjoying those anymore. No, same. I, I, for so long, it was that like, oh, well, I got to get out and I got to do this. And I'm like, I actually have never been stronger in my life, you know? And I did a show a couple of years ago. I was in Legally Blonde, the musical, and I played, um, uh, Brooke Wyndham. She's the one in the movie that's like the fitness empire or whatever. And in the musical, you have to do a jump rope number to open the second act. And it's like five minutes of just jumping rope and singing. And everyone after the show be like, how do you do that? And I felt like a big jerk being like yoga. Cause they probably <laughs> expected me to say like, Oh yeah, I do like CrossFit and I do this. I'm like, I just do yoga. <laughs> so, and jump rope, but yeah, best thing ever. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were a musical, what musical would you be? Ooh, ooh. Um, oh God. Well, my, my favorite musical on the planet is Big River and I'm a huge Mark Twain fan. If you don't know what Big River is, it's basically just the story of Huck Finn and he narrates the whole thing. Um, and it was written, um, oh God, now my mind is blinking, but huge country artist, you know, uh, wrote it and, um, it's just such a fun show and I did it for like a year and a half and, um, I mean, cliche but it is a country musical basically or a a, like a country blue grassy type of musical so um and I just love Huck Finn and I I love those stories and I it's all about inclusivity and and standing up for your brother and whatnot so big river (laughs) (laughs) if you were a Disney character what character would you be Ooh, Belle for sure um I was the biggest Beauty and the Beast fan and would rollerblade around my driveway pretending that I was on Disney on ice. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. This is a crazy women podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I think I've been crazy my whole life. Um, but yes, Belle, for sure. Still a dream role to do that show. Mm, I love Beauty and the Beast. On ice or just in general? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that I think the audience would be in for a real treat if I tried to do it on ice. So I'll stick to just like a normal flat shoe wearing stage. It's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> oh. uh, if you were a mythical creature, what creature would you be? Ooh. Um, hmm. Probably. I mean, this is a product of being my mother's daughter, but, um, a dragon or something, I think. Um, they, I don't know. My mom, my mom is like a huge, her favorite author is Anne McCaffrey and she has these just (laughs) fantasy stories about dragons. And, um, and I think as I get older, I find myself like really being interested in the things that my mom was always interested in, but I was like, that's weird. Um, (laughs) but I think, dragons are very similar to me to like a horse they're very huge and powerful but like maybe I've watched I've only watched two episodes of Games of Thrones but maybe that's why (laughs) I find them gentle or something I don't know but yeah let's go with dragon (laughs) oh okay so um if you had a 
tell, give us a song right now. That's like your favorite song that you've been listening to lately. What song would you recommend that we would listen to? Um, the song that I've been listening to on repeat this year, um, it's kind of a, uh, not too much of a throwback, but I listen to almost daily. I listen to better get to live in by Dolly Parton. Um, literally every day for the first three or four months of quarantine, I'd put it on, make myself make my bed and say like, okay, the world shut down, but like, you gotta, you just gotta keep living. So highly recommend always a Dolly Parton song. If you want to feel good or cry, there's a lot of good tear jerkers too. <laughs> She's a bit of both. Okay. Yeah. The final question. See, I'm on, I'm on the yes. ball now. I'm with it now. Ooh, all right. podcast my brain. Oh, we're doing. <laughs> you need some kombucha with vodka in it. That's what you need. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a good idea, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> um, who is your favorite CWC host? Oh, gosh. You know, I think it's a combination right here of these two amazing, beautiful women. <laughs> there's there's no competition there's just perfect synchronization when it works (laughs) sometimes i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) me too me we had someone actually thought about it for a while and they're like oh no i can't answer that (laughs) we thought someone was actually gonna answer it and it was like what (laughs) damn it then it gets awkward (laughs) We're going to see if we can catch somebody out. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, we will. So what do you have coming up for uh, 2021? Um, You know, I've been writing a lot, um, just being at home and um, kind of expanding on, um, you know, the new, no, I don't want to say new direction, but just new kind of wave of music that's been kind of showing up um you know and so a lot of lot of music and um i actually have a podcast myself so i'm going to be um launching what i call season two even though season one basically took me three years to do um but just chatting with friends and about this business and so i'll be doing that and um but yeah definitely a lot more music and um hopefully some live shows you know we'll see if not you know it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see where it all goes. I think that that that's the hard part about even deciding what to do in the next even month, you know, like, well, what are we going to be able to do? But that's what I, I do hope that, you know, I'd love to get some, even to be able to go, you know, travel within the States and be able to form because LA's hard, you know, LA's I think still pretty much shut down. Whereas other places, are a little bit more open, a little bit more lax. So hopefully I can escape a little bit and do some shows. So what is your podcast called? It's called The Unfiltered Artist. Um, And I just basically chat with different artists kind of of all, you know, of all walks, not just music. It's, um, I have a lot of friends who are directors. I had a chef on, um, just people who are creative and Mm. kind of, it's basically just calling BS on the whole thing and, and talking about, you know, it's not what it looks like. It's not easy. And, and just kind of talking about the ups and downs of it and sharing what people have gone through. So that I think that that's to me is so important. You hear, you know, well, yeah, just this overnight thing. And, and it's just, that's never true. Um, and I think 
I would love to, as my career develops, be able to inspire, um, you know, younger artists to realize like, okay, I'm not the only one struggling with this. This isn't just perfect all the time. And it wasn't easy for these people. Cause I even do that now. I'm like Googling aggressively, like who made it later in life, you know, and, and to see what they went through. So, um, I think it's just always important to keep that honest, open conversation. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's perfect. I think it's too many people. I mean, as fans, you probably think, oh, you know, one minute there will nobody be next minute they were there. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know. A hundred percent. There's always, there's always more to the story. Even people who grew up with, you know, family members in the business or something like that, they're met with their own sets of problems. You know, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody gets anything without a little bit of, you know, a lot of hard work and, obstacles and whatnot. And so, and I think a lot of the time, you know, what's shared is the, the good story part of it, as opposed to just the honest whole truth. And, um, just because it makes better, you know, makes better entertainment to tell the like cookie cutter, perfect version of it. Um, and I just think it's so important to just be open about it and say like, Hey, so this is what I did. I worked seven jobs to get to where I am, you know? And, um, so yeah that's good that's good i like that that's perfect okay, i don't say i like seven jobs but you know yeah that's a like, yeah yeah maybe the seven job part yeah you know what i mean <laughs> seven job part isn't great but i can eat so <laughs> that's good yes that's doesn't work for me yeah no i'm not really <laughs> gotta keep that yoga body going you know well it's been uh, absolutely amazing talking to you katie absolutely fantastic thank you guys thank you, for so joining us. thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having me thank you guys honestly for just having a platform and and sharing people's work and it's huge so thank you so so much for doing that Anytime. Thank you so much. Hopefully we can have you back in the new year. Yeah. Maybe we'll all, I don't know, be living on the moon or something. They'll find a way to get us there. And <laughs> we're going to be corona free. Yes. yes, I'm there. And Barbara Walters will host. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah. I'm looking forward oh. to it. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> looking forward to 2021 now. That's so cool. <laughs> If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.